honestly. are you one are you are you two um fantastic okay let's let's try this again let's welcome back to another episode of honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe wow we're back question mark mark. strong bold underlined question mark parentheses bold Um. Yeah, we're we're certainly trying. <laughs> um, I think that can be said about a lot of things that we do. We're certainly trying. Um, um, it was a bit of a mess the last time we attempted to record. We did try. We had every intention of putting yeah. out our episode last week, as we normally do. <laughs> We've been pretty consistent with that recently. Um, but Zoom had other plans. It said, not now, not like this. Not today, ladies. <laughs> Leave not today. Me alone. Um, and so, unfortunately, because we are still, for the next little while, relying on Zoom to yep. do this, um, it just, it wasn't working. It was not working. <laughs> and we, to emphasize again, we tried. We let it have its tantrum. Mm-hmm. We let it freeze. And then we tried again to continue. Mm-hmm. But it was just like every other word we got out, it mm-hmm. completely froze. And not just like a little, because it freezes pretty much every time, <laughs> but like enough that we can still hear each other. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this was like, I have no idea if Logan can even see me, if she can hear me, if we exist in the same timeline. Mm-hmm. It was... It was challenging, and it just um, would not have made for an enjoyable episode for anyone to listen to. So we just um, cut our losses (laughs) and and opted not (laughs) to put out an episode. Like, well, we'll get them next time, champ. Um, And hopefully we will get them next time, this being next time. (laughs) That feels deep. (laughs) That does feel deep, you know? Um, It feels kind of powerful it feels very powerful I would say very powerful indeed um but we're we're back we're trying again things seem to be going better this week fingers very much crossed (laughs) we will see about that um how have you been doing I'm okay I feel um very greasy today mm. i know that's a very interesting conversation for you and everyone listening the hot topic <laughs> i truly you know those days where you just get up and you're like mm, i guess i'm the sweatiest man alive like i guess that's what's happened yeah like i feel like a prized hog that someone like just greased up and set loose like i don't know what happened <laughs> but there's a sheen it's been so hot it's miserable it's miserable. I'm very greasy. I just showered. I don't know what's happening. 
I feel like that's like very much like where we're at right now where it's like the type of weather where it's like you can shower in the morning yeah and then by like noon you're like oh I feel disgusting again I just feel like it's been like weeks (laughs) where I haven't showered like that's the level of grease that we're feeling today yeah ladies what's your grease level today let's do a little check in comment below (laughs) let us know how (laughs) greasy you're feeling how greasy are you? <laughs> Just like a little scale where it's like little droplets uh, of grease. That could be five our out of five. Can be a new segment here on the pod. You know, we do like our weekly content roundup. Yeah. We can do our weekly greasy check in. How greasy are you? Da, da, da. The people want to know. They need to know, frankly. <laughs> need to know. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, it's the same. <laughs> the same old, same old. It just continues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The nonsense. Um, I, I feel like I know the answer to this, but how are you? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I don't know how specific I want to get at this current point in time, mm-hmm. but... Um, to say I'm doing well would maybe be an untruthful statement. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I'm doing okay. I'm on vacation this week, which is nice. I don't have to work. So yes. that's nice. And honestly, <laughs> might not be working for much longer. Um, so basically, <laughs> let's do a little catch up on how mm-hmm. on how my life has been going uh-huh. the last week. So um if if you've been listening to the pod the last few months, you may remember that there was an episode at the beginning of April where Zoe and I alluded to the fact <laughs> that perhaps we would be out of jobs <laughs> in the not too distant future. Yeah. Um, there's kind of been this ongoing thing at work where there's been some uncertainty. Um, well, uncertainty there is no more. No more. The certainty has been given um I found out last week on Thursday that I will be out of a job uh at the end of August which is fun and fresh and flirty um so that was that's fun that's something that I'm still very much grappling with yeah and and actually the same day (laughs) it's funny because it's so deeply it's yeah it's funny because in the sense that it's not at all so actually Thursday I found out that my grandmother was probably going to pass away very shortly uh which I mean isn't unexpected she's she was very old um but still you know a bit of a bit of a shock to hear that so that was my Thursday morning and then Thursday afternoon is when I found out that I was going to be out of a job in a couple of months um then it was Friday that was my birthday on Saturday yeah yeah which was yeah. very interesting timing. No, that's um, like when you think of those two things, you think what's missing from this, mm-hmm. and definitely the first thing that pops to mind is a birthday, mm-hmm. um, a celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> so it was my birthday on Saturday, which was very nice. I had a lovely day, um, and then on Sunday, I found out that my grandmother passed away. None of this is funny, but it's just. You just kind of, that's a coping mechanism. Adult life is already so goddamn, <laughs> goddamn weird. weird. Um, so, yeah, honestly, here I am a week almost after all of that. And, like, you know what? It is what it is. Um, both of those things are very shitty, and I am dealing with them 
as best I can. Um, But yeah, you know, (laughs) such is life. (laughs) It's just like, what a, what a series of nonsense of unfortunate events a series for of years um lemony snicket was on to something with that one they snapped sis snapped with that one um so yeah it's definitely been an interesting week or so lots of lots of ups and downs um but you know feeling okay right now like i said i'm on vacation i've had some days off to decompress. calm down decompress um, and that's been that's been good, very much needed. Yeah, with everything. So there's that. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I'm okay. You know, once again, yeah. uh, surviving in a world that sometimes, sometimes seems challenging. challenging. <laughs> yeah, the motto. The motto. That is the motto, as Drake would say. Yolo. <laughs> oh boy! It's just pure chaos. Uh, pure start chaos. To finish. And not like a fun chaotic um, energy, like very much chaotic evil. Very much chaotic evil. Um, I do hope at some point I can provide some more detail on just the specifics. Yes. Of, of how I think happen. that's needed um, um, at some point. But for now, I will just say that and I am okay. Luckily, I have good people in my life who have made the last week or so uh, much more bearable. <laughs> So shout out to Zoe and various <laughs> other people. Um, but yeah, you know, hey. <laughs> um, bad chaos aside, mm-hmm. you did have a good birthday day. I did. Which have is good. That's something. You looked very nice in your Thank little purple dress. You. Thank you so much. Yes, I did have a very nice birthday. Um, I got takeout from one of my favorite restaurants that I always go to on my birthday. So that was nice. Free churros. Got some free dessert churros. That yeah. was a fun little surprise. Yeah. Um, Zoe came over and got to hang out with her. I got the world's greatest birthday card that <laughs> she handcrafted for me. Um, I really think I have to go into business. Just that card. Just That's the only card I'll make. Mass produce that card. Um so as you probably know, I've been very into Succession. I started watching that in the last couple of months, and I am deeply, deeply obsessed. <laughs> um, and as anybody who watches Succession knows, Cousin Greg, truly star of the show, <laughs> steals the scenes every time. And so Zoe made me um, a Cousin Greg birthday card. It's and it's just the most beautiful thing in the world. She used one of the quotes from when he's being deposed, <laughs> where he's just like bumbling through his words. If it is to be, be said, so it so be, it is, so, it, so be, it is, so it is. And then when you open it, it's this happy birthday. Um, it's stunning. I posted a picture of it on my Instagram story, and I have it on like in my room on my dresser, so I stare at it every day. <laughs> And say a little prayer to Cousin Greg. (laughs) You should put it in one of those frames where you can just like throw glitter in with it too and like move it around. I (laughs) might have to. I think you should. I'm going to create a whole shadow box for it. You should. And then you can cut out a picture of my face (laughs) and just stick that right on. Yeah. I don't know. Have we talked about that before on this here pond? I'm sure we probably have. But for those of you who are maybe new, here's a fun anecdote for you. Um, So... (laughs) 
I, it's really one of the most upsetting things that's ever happened. Um, I went <laughs> on a school trip, like what, whatever, grade 11 mm-hmm. was it, um, to France. And I took pictures. And then as a nice little treat, I like decoupaged the pictures of like scenery mm-hmm. like castles we went to the, the eiffel, eiffel tower, tower. <laughs> flowers um we went to a perfumery <laughs> put those all over it to give it to logan yeah and my mom was like well you should put a picture of you on it so like she knows where it came from and i was like well she knows it's from me i'm gonna give it to her it's fine and I, we left it at that or so i thought but see, when I went to give it to Logan, I noticed smacked on the front was a cutout picture of me in front of the Eiffel Tower that my mom had cut out and decoupaged on to the box. So now Logan just has like a little trinket box that has my face on it. And I have cherished that since you gave it to me in grade 11. So it has glad. lived in my room that entire time. And I do. I, I stare at your face every day. <laughs> Good. Good. Me and Cousin Greg. <laughs> I was going to send you, like, a video there a while ago. But, you know, the TikTok sounds where it's, like, great rack. <laughs> it's going to be, like, me when I'm trying to get changed. And it's just your face. You staring make at that me. a TikTok. Please make that a TikTok. <laughs> great like, Nice rack. Nice rack. rack. <laughs> oh, it's done. Love it. Please, you need Little to Zoe's make that right now. <laughs> Hang up this call. <laughs> There's a important TikTok business. I've got a TikTok to make. Um, yeah, it's stunning. The cousin Greg card, a work of art, truly. I I will be framing it at some point. I don't even think that I needed to get you anything else. I think I could have just made you a card. <laughs> I you honestly could have. Like that's incredible um so yeah i had a very nice birthday so thank you to everyone involved (laughs) also i've been meaning to tell you this i'll just tell you on the pod oh on the The salami that your mother gave me is truly (laughs) out of this world (laughs) i two stories back to back that paint a picture (laughs) (laughs) let's get into it my mom is deeply wholeheartedly, passionately, um, in a love affair with Costco. <laughs> and to the point that she she bought a, was it five kilogram bag <laughs> of cheese curds one time because it was cheaper than just like a small mm-hmm. single use bag of God cheese curds. So we had cheese curds for several months in the freezer <laughs> to get through. Um, this is a salami household. <laughs> we go through it. Logan loves salami. My mom knows she loves salami. I we'll famously often, love salami. And go out and buy salami specifically for Logan to put in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently she bought um, an industrial meat slicer so that she could buy <laughs> the big hunks of unsliced meat at Costco and slice it herself mm-hmm. and so as a totally normal <laughs> birthday gift mm-hmm. she sliced 
a bunch of salami and put it in a Tupperware for me to give to Logan when I saw her on her birthday. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. Like that freshly sliced salami, she just hits different. She does. You can't deny it. <laughs> it's undeniable. You can't. <laughs> you simply cannot. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. Do pass my regards I along to your I mother. Will. Let her know that it's top-notch salami. I will. <laughs> She'll be happy. Her Logan said that. <laughs> Have you been consuming any content this past week? These past two weeks, really. It's two been weeks. a while since we've done this. <laughs> I literally can't think of when I've watched something new. Like, all I've been doing is watching, like, clips of YouTube drama as per usual. Girl. Watching Criminal Minds as per usual. Mm-hmm. Watching TikToks as per usual. <laughs> However, con- I've I've jumped back into The Sims, much to my laptop's dismay. <laughs> It's too much for my laptop to handle, and she does scream at me. Your laptop is out here fighting for her life. (laughs) Every goddamn day, and it, even with, I have, like, one of those, like, fan trays, because that's how hot my laptop gets. Mm -hmm. Even with that, hurts your hand to the touch. I'm afraid it's going to explode on me one day. Um, Yeah. And you know, what a way to go. If that's, if that's she died I, doing what, what she, she loved, loved. <laughs> building an insane house on the sims um but what is deeply important is that i made <laughs> i made cousin greg also <laughs> and it's uncanny and i just think we need to talk about that briefly i do think it's really important that you brought that up um zoe made a Nicholas Braun sim. We don't need to get into the specifics as to why. No. But a birthday when, treat. When I tell you that it looks exactly like him. Like I I'm not good at making people sims. <laughs> I love to dress them up. That's fun. It makes me feel like I'm playing those little doll maker games. Oh, I know. It's not great. So important. But I can't make people look like who they're supposed to look mm-hmm. like, including myself. <laughs> I can't get it right. I have no concept of what I look like. Literally same. Just none at all. I don't know what sort of dark magic was happening, but I think I trapped him in The Sims. I am convinced that Nicholas Braun is just like secretly a Sim at this point. Like, I think that's what we've found out now. It was uncanny. It's identical. Like like you said, you have tried over the years to make versions of us, versions of other famous people. Yes. And, you know, it's always kind of like, oh, yeah. like I I see it, I I guess. But, like, I don't know. There's something... There's something happening there. (laughs) Something is afoot. (laughs) Something is very much afoot. Um... So I've I've dove <laughs> headfirst back into The Sims. I have not been keeping up with all the like packs and things mm, like that because mm-hmm. I was just like my laptop simply will not open it anymore. I can't I can't I can't. However, when I opened it last time mm-hmm. to make <laughs> to make the identical <laughs> Sim version. 
<laughs> of Mr. Nicholas Braun. Mm-hmm. There is. This is so important. <laughs> this is so important. There's a cottage, like cottage core <laughs> pack coming out later in the summer. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure you can have cows. You can have chickens. Look at all the chickens. Chickens. Oh my so god. That that feels um like something I'm gonna spend a ludicrous amount of money on. That seems like a deeply important investment in right? your future. Um I don't think I'll be doing anything else um <laughs> once that is downloaded. That's incredible. Wow. I I'll send you after this, I'll Please send you do. the trailer. <laughs> Please do. Gotta take a look. Oh my god. Very important stuff happening. No, that's big news. It is. I can make oh, I can make little cottages. How exciting. Girl, the possibilities endless. endless. <laughs> we have tons of chickens. Finally. I wonder if you can have goats. I was just about to say, I wonder if you can have a goat. Deeply connected, our brain worms uh, hanging, hanging back and forth. Um, that's that incredible. would be huge if I can have goats. That, that would be, be huge. That would be a game changer for that sure. That would be in so many ways. In so many ways. Um, but other <laughs> other than that, I haven't been nothing really new content wise. I started to catch up on podcasts that I've been neglecting. Oh, good job. I was listening to The Bald and the Beautiful. I was sending <laughs> Logan clips today. Um, of course, um, <laughs> Anna and Andrew's um, Summer of Summers, Stephen Summer Summers. Deeply um, incredible. <laughs> they've done Mummy and Mummy Returns now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, would recommend, if you haven't listened, listen to those to start. I can get into vouch. it. I can vouch for those two. I listened to those two episodes, um, and they were so deeply entertaining. It's so funny. <laughs> there was a part at the end where they just listed all the things that were gay in the mummy movies, and there's a lot. There is <laughs> plucking jewels from the wall. Gay the verb to, to pluck. pluck. <laughs> um, other than that, though, not really a whole lot. Have you been consuming any content? Thank you so much for asking. Anytime. Uh, this is the question that I look forward to yes. every week. Yes. Um, I don't really have too much to report, although I did watch one new thing. Oh? I watched Starstruck, okay. which is a show that's now on Crave for those of us in Canada. It's originally a BBC show, but it just got put on Crave. Um it is a little rom-com. It's about this girl who like drunkenly hooks up with this famous actor. Yep. But doesn't know that he's famous. Uh, it's incredible. It's beautiful so trope. It sounds like the start of something beautiful. It really is. It's six episodes. They're like 20 minutes long. So you yeah. can like just binge it in one sitting. That's what I did on my birthday night. <laughs> my mom oh, and yeah. I just watched Starstruck. I had seen so many people on Twitter talking about it. And then we were like looking for something to watch. My mom was like, oh, what about this? And I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I've seen people talking about that. Could be worth a shot. Um, it's so good. It's really fantastic. The girl who stars in it also is like the creator and writer of the show. So it's just like, oh. congratulations on being extremely <laughs> talented. talented. I think her first name is Rose. I can't think of what the last name is right now. Um, but it's really good I would definitely recommend I think you would really like it yeah so 
get into it not gonna tell you what to do but like I think you should watch it because it's just very fun um and it has like a really fun trope and who doesn't love a rom-com and it's like honestly cute and there's like you know fun friends and stuff and it's there's a really good line in one of the episodes I like don't think I'm like spoiling too much by saying this but um the girl and the guy are like getting like they're in like an argument and she says to him you're boring and I can't make you interesting and I literally like gasped as though somebody had punched me in the stomach that is the most cutting thing I've heard in a while you are boring and I can't can't make make you interesting interesting. (gasps) it was incredible I truly do feel that way about a lot of people (laughs) right like I just think that is something that everyone like that a lot of people have experienced not even necessarily in like romantic situations but just like in friendships too I think that that's like a thing (laughs) and so that line took the wind out of me (laughs) oh what a moment um but it was so good 10 out of 10 would recommend starstruck it's already gotten picked up for a second season or a second series as they say in the UK um (laughs) so I love that looking forward to that (laughs) That line is so cutting. I'm just, I'm just thinking of that more. It also reminds me of that, that song where it's like you've been acting like you're too cool for far too long. Mm. It's okay. It's just kind of embarrassing. Let's <laughs> it same energy. That's a big mood for sure. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, I've just um, truly been spending all my waking moments watching True Blood. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I am so deeply obsessed with True Blood. Like it's so good. I feel like you rewatching it has made me want to like go back and start it from the beginning because I, I feel like I couldn't appreciate it that much when it was out because I was a child, like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, but um, now <laughs> it's so entertaining. Um, I just wow, wow, what's, wow, wow. <laughs> what's really important to me is that every single piece of vampire content that exists is extremely horny. And oh, that... Vampires anything are famously horny. Famously. That's canon, actually. That's vampires are canonically law. horny. They are. That's it. And that feels so important as young women I, like, <laughs> to I have really, that. Okay, let's get into that for a second. I think that's a really interesting topic of conversation, actually, because it's like, yeah, you look at pieces of media like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, True Blood, Twilight, Vampire Diaries. Yes. Every single book that I read (laughs) as a (laughs) preteen, teen teen period of time, horny vampires. That's it. And I think there's, like, really something to be said that, like, all of these pieces of media are very much like catered towards women of various ages. And I think that like, they're all extremely horny in different ways. Some are more overt than others, (laughs) but it's like, I just think that's so interesting for like young women who are like coming of age and like, like discovering their sexuality or whatever. And it's just like, how many of us have had those moments with like vampire media? All of us. (laughs) I think that's incredible. It's, it's, I literally, also werewolves. <laughs> that also, also werewolves. That also plays into that. I mean, that, it's just, like, it's incredible. It really is incredible. I think it's been so funny watching True Blood 
um as somebody who like had already seen Buffy because it's like yeah like the same dynamic you have the you know main blonde girl (laughs) and then you have then you have like the dark haired like good guy and then you have the blonde bad guy who's like honestly hotter not rooting for him I don't know what you're doing (laughs) hotter more interesting etc etc and it's just like it's such a fun dynamic and then the werewolves like oh wow Joe Mangianello (laughs) hats off to you sir (laughs) God spent a little more time on you. That's you can't argue that. Whoever you are, you can't argue that. It's simply impossible. Um, I just still love when we were texting about this the other day, and you were like, "But Sam, though," but Sam. and I was like, "Why did I know you were gonna pick the dog, because man?" I just, <laughs> of course, I did. Like, of course, you picked like, the man that turns into a dog. Like that's. Wow. <laughs> of course, when you said that, I was like, I literally looked at the text and went, nope, yep. <laughs> that like, was a direct call out, mm-hmm. but also I felt seen. <laughs> I just like, he's like the, like, out of all of the men on that show, he's yeah. like the like least threatening out of all of them. That's he turns into my a thing. nice dog. <laughs> Beautiful. Love that. Love we him. Stand. We stand. Number one of them all. He's my top. <laughs> Number one spot. That's him. I I I respect your choices. You're I don't wrong. agree with your choices, <laughs> but I respect. You're them. wrong, but you are my friend. <laughs> yeah, and so therefore I um, no choice but to support heartedly support you, <laughs> you. and your dog man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, True Blood has been such a wild ride. We're already on season five. Christopher Maloney is in season five, and I'm literally I knew, I knew he was on the show and I knew that he yeah. showed up in season five because I looked it up. I was like, when does my man show up? And then he literally like <laughs> walked on the screen and I was like, yes! <laughs> I was like clapping. Uh, what a thrill. There he is. There he is, my there man. There he is. <laughs> It's so good. And, like, I don't know, because, like, I didn't watch True Blood when it was on originally. So it's, like, I missed all the discourse on this show. So, like, I presumably think people have probably already talked about this. But, like, the character of Tara just kind of seems to exist solely for trauma. Yes. (laughs) And I just, like, that's something that I've really noticed, like, watching it is just, like, you have this Black woman who is really just there to, like, inflict trauma upon. And, like, that seems a little sketchy to me, I'm not gonna lie. Especially when, like, literally all the other characters, for the most part, are just white people. Just white people. It's, like, her and Lafayette, I feel like, out of everybody on that show, have had to deal with, like, the most trauma consistently. Like, I'm at the point now, like, they just turned Tara into a vampire because she was, like, basically dead. Um, Jesus just died, so now Lafayette doesn't have a boyfriend. Like, it's just, like, these two Black characters have, like, endured so much trauma over the season, so I'm kind of like, "Mm, that feels weird. Meanwhile, like, not to say that like the character like Sookie hasn't like had shit to deal with but it's like she gets to have like hot vampire sex all the with, time like, just constantly <laughs> and like she has like hot werewolves like pining after her yes. like every man on that show like looks Wants at her, her and just like is obsessed so I'm like mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> which also like no shade everyone in the show is extremely attractive it's always the 
white blonde girl. And like, not to say that doesn't do it for people, but I just like realistically look at Tara. (laughs) I just think it's just, it's interesting. You know, no, like, like you said, no shade to Anna Paquin, you know, very pretty, pretty woman. I like her, like her little gap teeth. I think that's very cute. Beautiful gowns. (laughs) Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. I just think, um, and I know it's because she's like a fairy or whatever. And so it's like, they're like, ooh, what are you? You're so mysterious and I want to drink your blood and stuff. But it's just like, really, every single one of the men on the show yeah, like infatuated with It's just like out of their mind, obsessed with you. Like, you know, in like 10 Things I Hate About You where he's like, what does she have, beer flavored nipples or whatever? It's like, (laughs) yeah, that. What, what? Okay. She's like fairy blood. Like, I guess. But that's, (laughs) again, going back to the general horniness of all vampire content. Yes. That's also a reoccurring theme, and yes. I think that's why it's appealing to like little preteens because it it's like I'm not appealing at all. These characters not appealing at all, except they're uh, being obsessed over by think, very hot vampires. That's like very true because it's the same with like Bella and Twilight, right? Yeah, it's boring, just, like, kind of like this boring, boring like mousy, yeah. girl. Like I just again, like no the- shit. I just thought of the TikTok that I sent you where someone drew out the outfit of what she wears over to the Cullen house. And he's like, I can't resist you when you look like this. And she's wearing like a a Mormon skirt. God, it's so important to the culture. It's so important to the culture. Um, But yeah, it's just like, you know, you have like, like Bella, who's just like, honestly, I... (laughs) Out of all of the like people that like the shows that we just listed, it's like truly the least. I don't I don't get it at all. At least like no. like Sookie and True Blood, it's like okay, you have like a personality. Yes. It's just like you have something going for you. But it's like Bella and But it is. It's all Bella. kind of these like like somewhat unassuming women that I feel like a lot of people like watching or whatever can like kind of put themselves in that yeah. character's place and be like. Oh. I'm so desirable. You oh <laughs> would love me. Oh, it's so funny. Um, that was my little rant on True Blood, but it's just it's been so entertaining to watch. I How have many lots seasons of thoughts. are there again? Uh, there's seven in total. Okay, so, so I'm like getting close. Getting there. <laughs> getting there. Um, yeah, that's like all all I've been doing. What's going on in the world though? Anything? anything as we talked about like literally all this stuff that's happening personally is there anything happening in the world yeah it's been really quiet um girl okay there's like obviously lots of like internet like youtube stuff but like okay can i talk about something real quick that's related to but i don't think like you follow this side of things okay get into it okay do you know who anna campbell is no okay do you I don't remember, think so. <laughs> do you remember a few years ago when Tana Mojo started that collab channel called Trash? Yes. That yep. failed endeavor yep. that lasted yep. <laughs> for a few months. So it was like a collab channel. There were like all these different people that were on it, including this one girl named Anna Campbell. And so that was kind of when I first heard of her. And I've like somewhat kind of followed her off and on for the last few years not like really like actively watched her content but every so often I'll like pop in and be like oh what's she up to and so she was in a relationship with this girl named Natalia Taylor 
for a while they were pretty serious I think this yeah. was around the time of trash I think was Natalia also on trash as part of the collab I can't remember but they were in this very like public relationship together yeah. and then they broke up and then Natalia like took like a very long hiatus yeah from, like social media just like fell off the map and I remember being like that's like where is she like where did she go yeah um and then, like, I don't know, I just kind of, like, forgot about these people and just, like, whatever. And then I was on Twitter the other day, and I saw a tweet from Colin Barry, who famously called Tana out last summer for being Yes, I, I know that name. And um, he was also on the Trash Collab channel, and, like, he had posted something about a new video that he had just put up calling out Anna Campbell. And I was like, what is going on? So I, like, watched his video today, and apparently Anna is, like, a terrible person from the sounds of it. Like, super manipulative, super gaslighting, and, like, not even just, like, the, like... Gabby Hanna. The Gabby (laughs) Hanna gaslighting, but, like... And so then Colin was talking about how Natalia and these two other girls, who also are exes of Anna, made this video talking about it, and it's, like, they all had basically the exact same experience with her like she started dating them when like when they were younger and she was older than them yeah um she got them hooked on drugs oh um to the point where I think like one or all of them had to go to like some sort of like rehab and had to like they had like serious like substance abuse issues that they had to work through um it sounds like she was physically abusive. It sounds like she was emotionally and mentally abusive. Um, one of them is alleging that they were sexually assaulted by her. Like, they were too drunk to consent. And then she, like, yeah. still, like, had sex with them. Um, it's insane. Like, it's just so insane. And this Anna Campbell girl, I remember, she has, like, a degree in psychology. And so she always used to, like, hide behind that and, like, make all these videos mm. talking about, like, mental health. And, like, she was yeah. such a big, like, advocate for it and that stuff like that. That sounds like a lot of people on the internet. And so it's just, it's so crazy to hear about how she was, like, basically, like, grooming these girls. Yeah. And, like... How old is she? She's, like, 28 now, I think. Okay. And... I think, like, her most recent girlfriend was, I want to say, like, 19 or 20 when they started uh-huh. dating, and Anna was, like, 26. Mm. And so it's just, like, very, very sketchy situation. The thing is, like, we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about it before, but, like, there's such a big difference, like, in the that age where it's, like, one person is still a teen and one person's in their 20s. Like, mm-hmm. if the other person was 20 and this person was in the same age yeah 20 to 30 years old like it's it's still like ah. but there's such a stark difference from like being like 19 yeah and being like Ugh. it's really crazy i'll have to like send you yeah. some of the videos Please. i love um watching youtube nonsense play out it was so wild and then like in colin's video he was talking about how like when he was speaking out about Tana last year and about how, Mm. like, he experienced, like, microaggressions and stuff like that and just, like, blatant racism from her. Like, Anna was, like, jumping in, trying to defend Tana and, like, telling Colin that, like, what Tana did wasn't racist. And it's, like, (laughs) Anna Anna Campbell, in case you need a clarification, is a white White. woman. (laughs) So um, you don't really need to be telling a a black man how to feel about racism. racism. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just, like, it's so crazy. Like, I didn't 
know like this history that she had yeah. with girls and like how like abusive she was the one girl was talking about how she was at some party with Anna and I think oh I Allie Hardesty maybe or Allie Harding there's like two girls with very similar names that are like we're in that same sort of circle um but like Anna basically was like plying her girlfriend with like drugs and alcohol and like her girlfriend got like so sick and was so out of it that like I guess like they were like oh we should like call an ambulance but instead they just like took a picture of her being like slumped over like somebody was like piggybacking her it's insane. It's so crazy. That's the fact that like all of these horrible things happen and it's like all these people on YouTube are connected. It's so like YouTube, you have to do something at mm-hmm. some point. Like there's way too many scandals, scandals, crimes <laughs> that happen that like they're just like, oh, you know, people are people are wild like what are you gonna do it's like uh not give them platforms to continue this i guess there's some sort of petition going around to like de-platform anna but it's just like it's so crazy that like i really haven't seen anybody talking about it because it's like these are all like like smaller youtubers it's Mm. like they're not like the gabby's or the trisha's or the tana's of the platform where it's like they don't have like millions of subscribers it's like they have maybe like 400 500 600,000 yeah. subscribers which is obviously still like a lot and you know but average like people against like mega people it's not you know and so it just like completely flies under the radar and it's to, yeah you need so to send scary. me these. yeah i will i watched like three videos i watched yeah. Colin's video i watched the video that Natalia did with the two other girls and then i watched like a drama or commentary channel sloan yeah. i think his name is he did like a video like summarizing everything absolutely wild and it's just like i feel bad that like more people aren't talking about yeah. it because like what the hell <laughs> oh my god and it's yeah. like serious it's not just like oh yeah that person was like kind of mean to me it's like getting people hooked on drugs and like assaulting them like oh my god yeah it's like it's wild and like Anna would like message with like fans who were underage and like send like inappropriate messages which like this all sounds very familiar it's just it's crazy I'll send you the videos later you'll definitely have to watch them but yeah yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was so wild and it's like so weird when somebody that like you used to kind of be aware of just like pops back up and you're like oh wait they did what (laughs) yeah like (laughs) they're popped back up for the worst possible reasons literally so there's that oh my god (laughs) YouTube is out of control it's truly a cesspool um, I feel like every episode we do, um, we're like, Gabby Hanna's back at it again. But, like, <laughs> I regret to inform you that Gabby Hanna is back at it again. Probably in the worst way she's ever been back at it. She has seemed to leveled up. She has seemed to level. Does that make sense? Yes, she leveled up. She leveled all the way up. <laughs> all, Final boss all form. <laughs> this is literally... I think YouTube just needs to delete the account. Just delete the account. Um, she's decided to to pull a Shane Dawson in terms of being unhinged and also in terms of like thinking they're a documentarian. <laughs> and she's making like a several part series 
on herself, <laughs> which is very interesting coming from someone who loves to call people narcissists. <laughs> I think that's a fun, fun twist on an old classic. Fun twist on an old classic, absolutely. Um, so she's made this multi-part thing. I don't know the posting schedule. I have I watched the Trisha one, the text, yeah. and I could not get through it. It was probably 20 minutes, but it felt like a three-hour movie, and I couldn't, like, I, and you know, you know me and my, like, diving into the random little clips of, you and I, we're Yendai. Yendai. <laughs> That's what we do. We watch every little clip, every little small YouTuber talking mm-hmm. about the same issue, like, give us all the, I could not get through it. But she's made, like, seven. (laughs) Like, there's so many. I know. I really do feel like at this point in, like, the Gabby and the Trisha of it all, I really do just feel like I've checked out. Yes. Like, it's just, like, reached a saturation point where I'm, like, I actually can't give this any more attention. (laughs) And, like, the Trisha video specifically was Gabby back at it again talking about um, at the same time how, like, She's not obsessed with Trisha, mm-hmm. um, but also, like, with her, like, dying breath, like, proclaiming that they were friends, uh-huh. which seems like two conflicting things. Like, I'm not obsessed with her, but also the only goal that I have right now is proving that I'm her best friend. Doesn't seem I... compatible. <laughs> it's so crazy to, like... Because that's really what this all boils down to. Like, it's honestly, it's so sad when you think about it. It's so sad. That, like, what this all boils down to is that Trisha is adamant that her and Gabby were never friends. And Gabby is convinced that her and Trisha were friends. And that is is what is at the root of all of this. And, like, the podcast where Trisha went on to, like, squash the beef with (laughs) Gabby... um, that's what Trisha just kept saying, like, we're not going to agree on that. So, like, it's we'll just move on to something else. But Gabby wants so badly for Trisha to say, yes, we were friends and I'm lying, which is not going to happen. Like, even if Trisha's making it up. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And, like, the text that she was showing, which what makes it hard to watch <laughs> as well, is that it doesn't show anything. Mm -hmm. But she's throwing things up and, like, circling things and putting arrows and highlights and, like, zooming in with dramatic music and, like, playing, like, voice notes. And none of it is, like, proving anything. It's just, like, someone, like, you can be polite to people and not be their friend. And I think that's what she's not understanding is that was Trisha, like, an asshole to her via text message? No. (laughs) But are they best friends? No. And that's that seems to be a very um confusing point for Miss Hannah. <laughs> that really does seem to be the issue where it's like Gabby can't seem to like differentiate between oh somebody's just being like polite to me. Yeah. Being like being friendly to yes, me, but not your friend doesn't mean that you're friends. Yeah. And it's that whole video like if you have <laughs> the patience to like even skim through that I would recommend just to see the text message that she shows because it's it's not anything like it's something like oh my god I love the only thing that you were like okay Gabby we'll give you that one was the thing with um 
the poetry how she was always talking about how like Trisha would send her poetry and stuff yeah. like that it doesn't don't get me wrong doesn't sound like Trisha sent her any poetry so she's she's still wrong about that okay but Trisha does ask her to send her Gabby's book like send oh. me a copy so I can read it like I love your stuff okay. and then Gabby did and then Trisha was like people keep sending me shit books <laughs> not wrong uh, not wrong but like that was the only point where it was like see okay Trisha did ask <laughs> for you to send her that like we'll give you but that one thing Gabby everything else no and then the next bit, there's several episodes, I think, in between the Trisha episode and this this one that's caused the latest wave. Um, but, like, it was always known when Joey Graceffa was making his, like, Escape the Night mm-hmm. series. One of the seasons, he talked about multiple podcasts, things like that. I remember him being on Trisha's podcast. I think he was even on, like, Shane and Friends. Where they talked about it on Shannon Friends. Yeah. Um, Where they talked about, like, he said, oh, one season I hated because someone was, like, really difficult. And he never said who it was. Mm -hmm. But then Gabby came out herself and, like, made it known that it was her. (laughs) So, like, people knew it was her. And so that's always been something kind of just (laughs) floating around because of her. And so... (laughs) Adding to that, she decided one of the episodes of her, like, YouTuber has been docuseries, Uh but she called that herself. (laughs) Gabby, you said it yourself. Um, She decided it was going to be called Escape the Nightmare. (laughs) And she was going to talk about how horrible, like, Joey and Uh team were in making that show. And um, everything has um, blown up. Because she, she's just such a liar. Like, it's just, like, such pathological lies constantly. And you know Rosanna Pancino? Do you know her? No, I'm not familiar. Okay. Is it, was it called... I think it was called Nerdy Nummies. Do you remember her? No. Okay, <laughs> it's just, like, this cute, cute little short, like, giddy, makes little cute treats, like, bakes, stuff okay. like that. Um, just like very sweet, mm-hmm. and she was friends with like Joey and Colleen and like okay that group of people. Right, right. right. She now has like her own like HBO baking show. Oh like, wow! So, like she's <laughs> there's like you go to a store. I think Target carries like her line of things like that. She's very so she's doing okay. Established. For she's she's doing okay. She's established. She's like. An internet darling <laughs> sense that she doesn't get into all these like I've never heard of a scandal with her. Mm-hmm. We'll say she came out on Twitter, I think, and posted a statement and was like, "I was on Escape the Night. Gabby was a nightmare. I share." She shared a trailer with Joey, but and there was like a thin wall, like Rosanna and Joey. Yeah, and she could hear through the wall Gabby screaming at him constantly. And so she said, like, everything that Gabby said in this video is not true. And I know, like, firsthand it's not true. And then all these other people who were involved in Escape the Night, like, Colleen, everyone, were, like, not true. Like, none of that happened. You were, like, a horrible person. 
Danielle, was it the Danielle Prada or Prada? Joey's oh, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. even came out. He made like an hour long video and was like, none of this is true. And I'm pretty sure after, like, I haven't even kept up with her because she, it's like Trisha where there's just like too much tweeting and yeah. posting that it's like hard to keep track. But I'm pretty sure once everyone <laughs> started being like, that's not true. Gabby was like, fine. Yeah, it it's not. But I'm still the victim somehow. <laughs> yeah. <But> basically, like, <laughs> she was like, okay, yes, I was a terrible person, but Joey shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yes. She was like, I just think this should have stayed offline. It's like, you made a docu-series. It's like, you brought it online. Like, you're the one who brought it up. Like, Like, Joey has never said it was Gabby who was the difficult person. He always talked about someone being difficult, but never said who. And you went out and said all this stuff. And the, the one that really got me because I feel like anyone who has worked in any sort of like retail service interactions with like a customer of any Uh, kind mm -hmm. can relate to this this was the one that really got me being like you are the worst (laughs) they sent a form Mm -hmm. before they started shooting for dietary restrictions they asked if you have allergies if you need special meals write everything that you need Gabby didn't fill that out and then she came to set and said I didn't fill this out I hope that's fine and then she flipped out on Daniel and was like I need healthy meals I need this and this and that and she she blamed Joey for um sparking her eating disorder again like I think Daniel posted the text but she just like goes on and on he went out of his way after she had not filled the form where they had people able to get her meals daniel went to whole foods and got her three meals for all the days that she was filming and she let them rot she didn't eat them she didn't eat them oh my god so someone who is just a significant other Mm -hmm. a person's (laughs) on the show went out of his way to go and buy you three square meals from whole food from from whole foods that was your so specific like it needs to be like this much of a healthy carb and this much vegetable and this much and you didn't eat it i like oh my god i really just would love to see gabby just quietly leave the internet (laughs) Like, just disappear. I hope she goes on to live a happy and healthy life, yeah. but I just, I don't want her on the internet anymore. No. I she- had enough. <laughs> so there's the meal thing. She apparently um, was very upset about her costume um, that was in her video. She was talking about how, like, it was, like, she hated it or something. But um, in, <laughs> jo- would highly recommend watching Joey Grisava's <laughs> video on all of this. It's, like, 15 minutes, and it just... That's how long every video should be about yeah. this. He just goes point by point and goes, no. And then, like, explains why it's wrong and what actually happened. So she didn't go to any fittings. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, he coordinated with her manager for the, like, costume person to go to her studio, Gabby's studio, where she was recording, 
to fit her so they could like get everything done and the lady who was like five months pregnant got there and she wasn't there she stood her up oh my god and so like that happened multiple times um she like cussed out a poor like pa because she told her a like a a call time and then told her a different call time like 10 minutes later that was slightly different like things had changed so she was like oh we actually need you here earlier and she like flipped out on her called her horrible names and like it's it sounds like a nightmare they had to kill her off of the show before she was meant to to meant to go because they couldn't deal with her anymore i saw that joey was like yeah we just we had to get rid of her Like, we literally just, like, killed her off early because we couldn't keep dealing with her. Couldn't. And apparently, too, they killed her off and everyone was upset because Tana was also killed off. Right. Tana's was scripted in because she had something else to do. She so had let like, them know that yeah, she had something to do. That was, like, written into it. And so, like, the audience was like, why did they kill two people? Like, I don't like this season kind of thing. And he's yeah. like, I... <laughs> couldn't do it he was like i was trying to protect everybody yeah on the cast and crew and apparently when they came back to do like promotional shoots like they she needed to come back again and she didn't like she didn't come to that either oh i just don't understand because like again these people are so far removed from the real yeah. world where it's just like you made a commitment to do this job and to do all the parts of it like yeah to show up to, you know, show up to your fittings, to, you know, fill out forms about your dietary restrictions, like, to do promotional stuff. Like, you you have to do yeah. those things. Yeah. Like, in and the like, world, you wouldn't get to just blow this off. And that's the thing that Joey kept saying, too, was that, like, she signed a contract. So he kept having to call her manager and be like, She's not doing what she said she would do in the She's contract. She's in breach of contract. And the manager, like, I don't know if it's her current manager, but Joey was saying, like, he was saying to him, like, I'm going to drop her after this. This has been a nightmare. Like, she's not doing anything. It's so hard to work with her. And it's just, Gabby is one of those people that I think, unfortunately, everyone knows someone like that. Yeah. Where it's like, no matter what happens, it's always someone else's fault. Mm-hmm. And like, I know everyone believes that they're right. Like, I know that's just like human nature to be like, no, I was wronged. Yeah. But it comes to a point where you go, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or I could have handled that differently. Gabby doesn't have that. No. Gabby can spin literally any situation she's in to be someone else's fault, even if she's admitting to doing those things. Like, she she said that all of the stuff that Joey's saying is true, but she's like, it's actually because I have ADD. That doesn't apply. So many people have ADD. I just, and they're like, not like this to people. That's literally it. I feel like she just, she constantly does such a disservice to people who have actual things like ADHD or whatever because it's just like yeah that's a real thing that people have yeah millions of people deal with that on a daily basis and you know what millions of those people aren't assholes about it and they do whatever they need to do and they show up and they do their fucking job and whatever they're not stupid and oh my god and also when it sounds like 
people were going out of their way to like cater to you sometimes literally going to get you food <laughs> like it seems like maybe it's you at that point like if you can't do something because you're like oh something is preventing me mentally from doing this and then someone goes okay I'll do this for you but you still you still can't like someone was coming to you where you were literally and you couldn't stay there and be there for when they got there that's you <laughs> I can't imagine I cannot imagine it just it's so startling that there are people yeah. like this who just go through life thinking that that's okay and um Joey was also saying that that's the season that Colleen was on mm-hmm. and she had just given birth to her first child <laughs> and so she was coming with the baby breastfeeding baby was going home with her partner She was doing a full day and then going home to a newborn. But, like, Gabby couldn't do something because she had to go to the gym. Like, (laughs) it's just... Oh, my God. I seriously watched Joey's video if you have I will. I've seen, like, some bits and pieces of it already. But I feel like I need to watch the whole thing to get all of the gory details. And, like, I said this to Logan when I was telling her about, like, Joey posting the video. But, like... I feel like it's such a recognizable <laughs> attitude that he's in where it's just, he's just smiling and laughing and also very calm. And I'm just like, yeah, I know what, I know what that is. And I know that you're telling the truth because he's so like exasperated that it's like, no, that didn't happen. This is what actually happened. Like you are being crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just, you're so fed up and you're just like laughing because of yeah. how stupid it is and he he's saying that they have like recordings because it was a set so he's like gonna go back and look if he can find like all the clips of her like cussing out crew that's so unprofessional I just I don't know I just got like I just don't understand it's like you were saying it's like people are like this no matter what Gabby's always gonna see herself as the victim she's never going to own up to doing anything wrong or being in the wrong in certain situations but it's just like Gabby nothing you say at this point is going to make people come around no. and be like oh maybe I was wrong about her and I think like I, you could have saved it like there was a period of time mm-hmm. where you could have saved this yeah when she went away and had that big break and then came back that could have been good. And instead, she proceeded to, like, pretend she was over everything, but, like, continue to talk about Trisha, continue to talk about, like, conspiracies against her on YouTube. And, like, I know people like Trisha have been saying this the whole time, but it's, like, I I can understand how that would be hard to come to terms with mm-hmm. if that's, like, how you make your money and that's your job. Yeah. But, like... People don't find you interesting anymore. And that's it. It's not a conspiracy. You're just not interesting. It's like, it's, that's just how it goes. Like, I just, it's very hard to stay relevant on YouTube for as long as she's been on it. You know, people are very lucky to be able to do that. It's like somebody like Tana is very lucky that she's been able to stay relevant. Yeah. That's the word that you want to use for (laughs) as long as she has. It's just like, 
yeah, at a, like you look at somebody like Tyler Oakley, like he had, you know, his years on YouTube where yeah. it was like he was like the biggest deal. And now he just whatever chills. just chills does Tweets. his own thing is kind of funny on twitter something yeah. like there is just kind of like a natural end yeah. date i think for a yeah. lot of youtube channels and that's not like a bad thing it doesn't mean that you're like no. terrible at what you do but it's just like your audience outgrows you or whatever it's just like yeah. people lose interest just go with the flow gabby just let it happen like just just let it happen. Like, it's not a conspiracy. It's not. And that's the thing. Like, I know no one likes to think about people not liking them. Yeah. But I feel like Gabby takes that to, like, such an extreme where it's, like, everyone has to like me. And if they don't like me, it's actually because all these factors are, like, operating some conspiracy against me. Yeah. Instead of just, like, I don't like you. It's okay. I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> like... That's okay. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're bad. Doesn't mean I'm bad. Just that's literally it. And it's just like, it's the most frustrating with Gabby because she's so like tries to deny the fact that yeah. she cares about it. And she's like, yes. I don't care what people think. I don't care about the views. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm thriving. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm thriving. But then is so obviously affected by any little Everything. bit of criticism. And it goes, like, watch her react. We've talked about this, like, literally countless times. But watch her react to any sort of constructive criticism of any piece of writing she's ever done. <laughs> she can't just go, okay, that person didn't like it and here's why. Mm -hmm. It's like, this person hates art and doesn't understand it. No, it's just bad. Objectively, it's bad. I was watching, I think it was, I think Smoky Glow recently did a video about Gabby and kind of just the behaviors, the recent behaviors and about how she, how Gabby went off on people like Rachel Oates for like yes. criticizing her work. And um, Smoky Glow made a really good point. She's just like, when you're monetizing off of your art, then you're opening yourself up to criticism. Like, you are putting it out there. You are making money yeah. off of it. People are allowed to critique it. Yeah. So. And the thing with, like, Rachel Oates, it's, like, if you watch other people's, like, reaction to, like, books and things that Gabby have done, you can tell that it's coming from a place of, like, this person doesn't like Gabby. Right. And they're just, like, making fun of her, which is, like, again, it's YouTube. You've opened yourself up to that. Exactly. As long as it's not, like, brutal and, like, mean, like, a little bit of poking fun is fine. Like, you'll survive. Theoretically. Um, Rachel Oates is, like, a poet. She has, like, a, a educational background in writing and poetry. And she breaks down things and has specific terms and specific, like, patterns that things are following, comparing it to other poems. Like, there's, like, work that goes into it where it's, yeah. like, she doesn't care about, like, you specifically, Gabby. She is criticizing the form of art that you chose to partake in. Exactly. It's just, like, she obviously cares about, like, the art of poetry. And yeah. so she's going to critique your poetry. Yeah. You put it out into the world. You put it out to profit off of. Yeah. 
what do you expect? The second book you literally mailed to Rachel Oates and asked her to review it. (laughs) I like that is just like so insane to me because it's like, I don't think there's a single piece of media out there, whether it be a book, a movie, a TV show, whatever, a piece of art that hasn't been like critiqued or criticized. But like, that is, that is why these things exist. No one. There's not one single thing that everyone likes 100%. Yes. Like, that's just opinions. Like, pe- people have opinions. Like, I don't know why this is breaking news to you, Gabby. But, like, people are allowed to not enjoy you. But, and, again, it just, like, it speaks to that level of delusion where it's just, like, why do you think that your poetry is so good that it should be exempt from criticism? You really think it's you really think that it should be so universally yeah. loved that nobody has a single negative thing to say about it. And with the second one, she was like talking so much about how it's like about her trauma and things like that. And people can still critique that, even if that's the case. And from yeah. things that I've seen, it's like my mother told me not to touch the iron or whatever. Like that stupid thing where it's like, there's a metaphor in there somewhere. somewhere. Find it, Gabby. It's a poem. You're That's supposed to your tell job. me what it is. You set that up. You find the metaphor. It's not our job. It's, I, I when I was at the book straight the other day, I saw <laughs> oh. Dandelion on yep. the shelves and I was like, no, not gonna be gonna be a no dark sided <laughs> dark sided I don't need that thank you <laughs> no, it's just it's so interesting I know we've talked about it before with Gabby but her whole thing of like wanting every critique to be a compliment sandwich yes. not real not real life you're an adult you're a fully grown woman that's not how life works happen that's it's just not how life works I'm sorry I'm sorry Gabriella <laughs> like if you need that, you seek that out yourself. If someone gives you a criticism, go find two positive things. Don't expect other people to put that work in for you. I just, I don't understand. Like, I'm a very highly sensitive person. I don't think that comes as a shock to anybody. Very highly sensitive. I don't like getting... <laughs> Me too. I don't like getting, you know, harsh feedback or criticism. I don't think anybody likes that per se. But it's like, I'm also not choosing to put like art that I've like poured my heart and soul into out into the world. Okay. It's like, I, I am not putting that out there. Um, So it's just like, I don't, I don't know. You're making the conscious decision to like write this book, get it published and put it out into the world. Yeah. And then you are upset when somebody plucks it out of the world to, to pluck, pluck <laughs> and reads it. And it's like, hmm, I don't like it because. Yeah. Like you were saying, yeah, obviously there are people who will just shit on it because it's by Gabby and because they don't like Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe not fair. I understand that. But there are people like Rachel who have like, knowledge in this subject yeah who you could use their feedback and their critiques to like better your craft yeah and make a better book but you don't because you think everything you do is right and you're always the victim and that's just like I it's aren't you tired (laughs) aren't you exhausted I just don't get it it's like 
you should be thanking people like Rachel. They're giving you free feedback. They are giving you free advice on how to better your poetry skills, your writing skills. (laughs) Especially Rachel. Like, especially Rachel. She breaks it down, like, line by line, compares it to, like, other works, and is like, here's how you could have done this. Like, listen to her. I just, that, to me seems like it would be really valuable yeah and like wouldn't you want to have a conversation with that person and be like actually that's really good feedback thank you so much it's just like it's yet another thing of like youtubers being so out of touch for like the real world and how things happen and like I don't like (laughs) when do you just get positive reviews in anything when does that ever happen like that's not life that's not real life and that just that just reminded me of something else in the joey video Mm. he's talking about how she was complaining because they wouldn't get right to filming all the time because it was like people had to go different call times but you had to be there but you were on the stage right. at different times. And she would get so mad about having to sit and wait around. And he was like, I'm so sorry, Gabby. I'm so sorry that we were paying you thousands of dollars to sit in your luxury trailer and do nothing. Do nothing and get paid thousands of dollars. <laughs> and it's like, that's it. That's like, it. These people have it so good. And they're so far removed from reality yeah. that they don't even realize no. it. And if 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 what's really sending you into a spiral such as this is that someone didn't like your book and that you had to do your job that you signed up for and were getting paid thousands of dollars for and that someone is not your friend, I think you need to, like, evaluate yourself. Imagine... Like, if those are the three biggest things causing you this level of stress. I, I think also, there's a lot. <laughs> I just also think it's so funny how, like, like, there are so many people out there who are, like, aspiring writers yeah. and, like, incredibly talented, mm-hmm. but don't have um, the following that she has or, like, the connections that she has to, like, get a book published. To publish like, two books. Through, like, a major publisher. Yeah. Like, that's insane to me. And so it's just, like, you're sitting here crying because people are giving you constructive criticism on your shit poetry yeah. that shouldn't have even been published in the first no. place. But because you're, like, a YouTuber, you get the privilege of doing that. Meanwhile, there are God knows how many other extremely talented, way more who deserving writers who will never get that opportunity. Yeah. You were, oh <laughs> my God, so ungrateful. So ungrateful. Also, her first book was not well-received by people who weren't her fans. And she got a second book. And that second book got like how people do collector's editions of things where uh-huh. you could get five different books depending <laughs> on what where you got it from. Amazon had a different one. Barnes & Noble had a different one. I how does that happen? Like you don't you don't deserve that. No, and that's don't. not like it's not anything against you. It's although, just about <laughs> <laughs> Although there is a lot to be said about you and your personality, there is a lot there. But like just based on the content alone, you didn't deserve that. No. 
and we didn't, we the public didn't deserve that it's just it's so insane and I'm just so tired of her I just please just go live a peaceful life offline yeah. Gabby I just really think that's what's best for you Gabby has to be one of the worst youtubers because I feel like even like the worst of the worst there's still like even a bare minimum acknowledgement of like that was wrong <laughs> Gabby has never had that Gabby I don't think has ever apologized for anything it's always been spun to be someone else's fault no it's like <laughs> in the wake of all of this like people have been talking about like her past scandals and that like Kenzo Kenza cosmetics uh, the, the brushes the brushes where whatever she was like hawking these brushes where it was like you just pay shipping and they're like yeah. $80 brushes or you whatever you get them for like a dollar each you get them and it's so cheap and it was like her and Tana and some other people yeah. were like part of the scam and then people got the brushes and they're like these are really shitty quality like what the hell and then Gabby was like well people need to manage their expectations <laughs> yeah that was the answer what do you mean manage your expectations you told people <laughs> buy these brushes they are amazing quality they're like hundreds of dollars worth of brushes and you just have to pay shipping you told children who are fans of you to do something for you because it was good quality and then you go well you shouldn't have listened to me <laughs> that's literally like, like, that's literally it's like what do you mean manage your expectations you t- manage what you told me and now i'm gonna say it I'm going to say Gabby's favorite word. That is gaslighting. (laughs) You saying, do this, do this, do this. And when they do it, going, why did you do that? Gaslighting. Textbook gaslighting. Textbook. I... I I think um, Twitter, YouTube, Mm -hmm. um, Instagram. I don't know how much she's using that, if she's using that at all. I think that a special a special thing should be set up for her account that if she tweets, if she posts the words narcissist, narcissistic abuser, gaslighting, manipulative, manipulation, <laughs> deleted. Everything should be deleted. It should start a clock to self-destruct and just I I think that's just what's best for all of us. At this I just point. think I can't we can't hear it anymore. It's once again, the internet's, like, obsession with, like, turning words that are very serious things into, yeah. like, nothing. <laughs> again, it's, like, like the Anna Campbell thing that I was talking about. It's, like, these people, like, weaponizing their BAs in psychology. Yes. It's, like, we that don't... That means nothing. <laughs> we don't need this. No. Like, what? Like, Oh my god. Yeah, like that's we, not what that is. We can also read the DSM too. Like yeah. we also can like I got it upstairs. <laughs> Let's go through got it. it. Upstairs. Like it's just it's insane to me. It's like, yes, I also took intro to psychology in university. Okay. Like we're experts. It's fine. Like it's just I'm so sick of these like armchair experts who think oh. that they are the like just like these oracles when it comes yeah. to mental health and they can throw around these terms. They're and- like, I've read the words narcissist before and I think I have like a basic definition of it. So I think I am 100% allowed to just throw it around at anyone. It's just like, you know how like um, 
like social media platforms now like have started doing that thing where it's just like like basically like protecting people from like misinformation where it's like it'll give you like a little like warning being like this may not be like yeah actually accurate or whatever it's like I really do think that you need to start instating that for like Gabby's tweets because you can't just be going around calling people like narcissistic abusers and manipulators and gaslighters it's like that is factually not correct (laughs) it's not correct and like the most recent thing I think it was it yesterday that I sent it to you I honestly have lost track of all it's, time. Time has but no meaning. Gabby posted a video of Trisha compared to like Gabby's music, and was like, <laughs> was like, she says she doesn't listen to me, but then copies my exact mannerisms and style and like vocal inflections, and it's just like a side by side of like the most basic person in front of a microphone and then she's like this is a prime example of narcissistic abuse how how is that a prime example again like these people just throw these words around and then like that's enough they don't actually ever have to like explain it no because they can't (laughs) would you like to elaborate on that no No. (laughs) it's very very that that. it's very that it's just like let me throw out all these buzzwords all these like fun terms that everybody loves right now um and nobody will call me out of my bullshit they'll just no. be like oh okay Gabby because said then so. if they do you can go you're being an abuser you're gaslighting me that's narcissism you're manipulating my words like it's there's so no deranged. winning there's no winning no. with her she just needs to she needs to stop and people in her life need to step in it's it's like you said there's no winning with her and it's just like people really need to stop engaging yeah at any level with her yeah. because like it's like that's what's keeping her going is the people who will like make response videos and it's like I know that it's like so hard to just sit there when somebody's like spreading false information and people want to like combat it and be like no this is what actually happened but it's just like if we could all just stop. ignore Gabby <laughs> I do think she would go away. <laughs> Don't engage. Don't if you engage. stay still, she won't see you. Like, I just think that that's the point that we're at. And like, yeah. as you said, I think the people in her real life, like her boyfriend or her friends, yeah, should really be stepping in and being like, is this really what you want to be doing? I think it was like... I'm glad that the last time there was, like, a blow-up like this, she went away for a little bit and, like, took a break. But, like, I think it was very telling then how her friends and her boyfriend were reacting that it's, like, they're not going to be any help in this. Because, like, I really believe that if I were to come to you mm-hmm. and be like, Logan, look, come over my shoulder here, look, do you see that? And start, like, pointing at things at the screen, be like, do you see how messed that, this is dark, this is so dark, (laughs) that you would be like, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing it. Like, maybe it could be this instead. Like, giving me alternate (laughs) suggestions. Like, I will say, like, you and I, like, match each other's crazy. Absolutely. Um... But it's like in a very fun, non-threatening, yes. yeah, chill way. 
Like we're just exactly we're crazy. Play- let's stay playful. Let's stay together. playful together. That's us, okay? Like yes. we're crazy, but just in the safe circle of the two of us. Yeah. But yeah, like I do hope that if one of us like really went off the deep end and was like posting eighty-seven Snapchat store or Instagram yeah. stories and posting YouTube videos that are like forty minutes long yeah. and tweeting eighty-seven things per minute. I do hope that the other one would step in and be like, you don't need to do this. No, <laughs> at all. Please don't, actually. <laughs> if, I, if, if at all possible, could you not at all? <laughs> if I may be so bold. <laughs> I would like you to maybe stop altogether. I just think that would be great. I just, that is what people in your life should do. That is what your it friends is. should do. They should be looking out for you and not allowing you to go down this like spiral they should not be entertaining that there's a a youtube wide conspiracy against your content when all the evidence just shows that people aren't as engaged anymore like people are still watching not as many like (laughs) so embarrassing It's just, like, it makes me feel sad because I'm, like, the fact that people are just, like, allowing you to think this, like, your closest friends, your boyfriend, are just, like, yeah, we'll just let her continue this nonsense. Like, I, like, that's just so sad to me. so sad. Because it's, like, rather than just admit that your channel is not as popular as it once was you have really worked up this whole conspiracy theory you've convinced yourself that youtube is out to get you yeah they are shadow banning you they are blacklisting you i'm embarrassed for her i'm so embarrassed and it's like you said like it's just sad because it's like maybe there's something bigger going on with gabby like maybe she's not just like I just generally think she's, like, not a very nice person. Yeah, I think we have enough evidence of that. (laughs) We have have prime evidence of that. But, like, maybe there's more to, like, the conspiracy thing that she keeps having, like, Mm. this everyone's out to get me, just, like, paranoia stuff that's happening. Maybe there's more to that. But, like, people in her real, not internet life are feeding into that. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. It's not great. (laughs) It's not great. The opposite. It's, um, it, yeah, I would really hope that people in your real life would have your back a little bit more than that. A little bit. Than to let you just carry on with these delusions. And, like, make this docu-series. And, like, what is the point? Like, so far, everything she has posted from the sounds of it has not made her look any better. No. And, like, the thing with Trisha, her her whole qualm with the Trisha. Yeah. Like, okay, let's say Trisha has lied about everything, has mm-hmm. made you look crazy, has all this stuff. You are not helping it at this point. You need to just leave it alone. Because when someone is going, please stop making videos about me. Please stop doing this. I'm scared of you. And you keep making videos about them and going like, she's a liar, blah, 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 screaming. Like, you're kind of proving her point. A little bit. Just a a smidgen. (laughs) The tiniest bit. Like, oh my god. it's And Jessie, poor Jessie smiles. There's going to be an episode about her. She 
tweeted like whatever trailer or whatever and jesse smiles was like please for like the hundredth time stop doing this to me there was something that smoky glow said in the video about gabby that she just recently posted about gabby is one of those people where it's like she'll constantly do that thing where it's like okay like jesse like posted like the phone calls that she had with gabby and you know kind of like proved her point but then gabby with that person be like okay but jesse did this and it's like that doesn't negate what you did you know it's like gabby's the type of person where it's like she always has to come back with okay but they did this yeah she just has the last word about like literally everything and it's like if that is like your like main line of defense is to be like well they they did this thing what (laughs) like that's like I feel like so many of us have like had that experience where you're like having a conversation or like an argument with somebody and you're like okay you did this to me and that was upsetting and they're like well you did this to me when did this turn into a competition (laughs) that's the thing it's like okay and we can talk about that at a different time but right now (laughs) we're talking about what you did to me (laughs) It's just, like, I really, I just don't think you get very far with that when that's your, like, big, big thing. It's like, well, you did this. And that's, that's Gabby's whole thing. Like, I think every sort of defense that she has is not, it's like talking to a brick wall. Like, you're not going to get anywhere. And like you said, I think if we just all stopped paying attention that she might go away. (laughs) It's, like, literally, like, Tinkerbell syndrome where it's, like, we just need to stop giving her the attention. Yes. Stop clapping. Just because that's what she thrives on. Like she's clearly, it's like with Trisha too. It's just like whether it's good or bad, it's attention. They they just see the attention, and that's what they thrive on. And I just think like Gabby is at a point where we don't need to hear anything more from her. No, like yeah. Do I think maybe in the past she got harshly criticized for certain things absolutely I think there's like some stuff that people gave her a really hard time about that they probably didn't need I think the vlog squad treated her really terribly yeah absolutely but I think like time and time again she has proved that she's just like not a very good person like not a very like Nice. nice person um and I I just think we've had enough I just we don't Society has progressed past the need for Gabby <laughs> Hanna. Amen. <laughs> Just truer yes. words have never been preach. Preach. Amen. Preach. This is gospel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Is there anything else going on in the world that we want to discuss? I feel like there was a lot happening. Um just generally um but I think we covered some really good ground and caught up on our YouTube faves yes as per usual there's always something happening um maybe next week we can talk about the David Dobrik Rolling Stone article because that was a journey (laughs) well we'll get into that we'll address that next week because wow what a trip that was we need time for that we need time spent on that yeah um in the meantime though don't forget to follow us on the social meds we are on 
Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at honestlypod, facebook.com slash honestlypod. You can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can visit our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash Don't home. Don't forget the slash <laughs> home. The leg. The leg. The absolute leg. I was like, don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere. Don't forget it. No matter when it comes, don't forget it. <laughs> never forget. Hours later, don't forget it. Hashtag never forget. Um, we have merchandise for merchandise. You can go to the website that we just mentioned. Don't forget the slash home. <laughs> don't forget the um, slash home. And click on the merch tab and it'll take you there. Or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com and check out the wares that we are constantly peddling. We pedal them all the time. Pedal so hard. So Hit hard. Hit the pedal. Heavy, Heavy metal. metal. Show, Show me us you care. care. <laughs> By buying our merchandise. Round of um, applause for us. Round of applause. That's incredible. Um, we also, it'll be out. It's already out, but when this episode is out it'll be up (laughs) um our june monthly mix on spotify go check it out honestly pod on at spotify the links in our bio um realistically it would have just been all bo burnham songs from inside but we were able to to look elsewhere (laughs) we were able to round up a few that um were not bo burnham related enough to put together a playlist for this one but just know (laughs) <laughs> that you can listen to the playlist and then also just listen to Inside on repeat mm-hmm. for maybe six hours. To get the true Honestly Pot experience. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Casts, etc., etc. All the things. Maybe other places we don't really no maybe other places it's very it's a mystery it's it is brutal life out there. is a mystery yeah. um if you do leave us a review on apple podcasts don't forget to send us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some limited edition honestly pod stickers they're so limited edition you don't even know you don't you couldn't possibly understand it's just it's beyond comprehension at this point how limited of edition it's they just- are we can't tell you enough. <laughs> um, is that it though? That's all. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. We made it. <laughs> Honestly, is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcast.